Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin, AKA Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Tim Hawks. He's the managing director of Unlimited Potential, where he is a mental engineer and executive coach focusing on logical and practical solutions to challenging problems. I have Lynn Whitbeck. She is the founder and CEO of Petite to Queen, where she helps people get more clients and uncover hidden profits using her results-driven sales strategy system. And I have Stuart Wiggins. He's with Induna Advisors, where he offers fractional chief operating officer services and brings resources together to help scale your business. The question today, you can't please everyone all of the time. Does that mean you shouldn't try? Tim, this was your question. Kick us off. This is right in my pocket, this one. Absolutely perfect. Yeah, I'm ready to start. So one thing I detest, there's nothing I detest more than people saying you can't please everyone all the time. It is the most detestable comment anyone can make. Why? Because it's essentially absolving responsibility for you trying. Oh, I've upset all those people. Well, you can't please everyone all the time. I see it through that lens. And I'm so my point is if somebody says you can't please everyone all the time, I'm like, well, should we not try? And I firmly believe that. The phrase, you can't please everyone all the time, can't stand on its own because it's just, it doesn't work. It's, it's, it's the person giving an excuse for trying to help people. The phrase should be, you can't please everyone all the time, but you must try. I agree with Tim to a point, and I, I'll give you an example. In my corporate life, when I was president, we would hold different events. And I can remember one time we gave out $20 prizes and they were $20 bills. And you know, people actually complained because it was a $20 bill and not four fives or not a 10, a five and five, <laughs> five ones. So Tim's right. You can try, but you still might not be able to please everybody all the time. Lynn, what came up for you with this question? Well, I'm going to take a completely different uh, tax because okay. in business, I say, no, you need to focus. Your entire business should be focused on your ideal client and what do they want, need, or lack, why it matters to them so they can. This is not about pleasing everyone. This is about pleasing who you serve, who you help, and how you create impact. And that's who you need to be focused on. And that also includes people who may be able to use um, or benefit from your service, but they're not your ideal client. So therefore, that laser focus is how you grow your business. It's really the core foundation of sales because that's how the lifeblood of any business. So I would say, no, focus on who you need, who you serve, what brings you joy and how you create impact. As a woman on a personal level, I absolutely abhor the idea of people pleasing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it, it just serves you no purpose. It causes you immense stress and it's just not practical. And it, it is absolutely practical to consider the different opinions of your family members, your friends, and try to come together with mm -hmm. a compromise. But um, whether at home or at work, I'm just here to shout out to you women, stop being a doormat, stop being a people pleaser. It does not serve you. And it's actually negatively impacting your health. Mm. And but Tim, I see your point where it can be a throwaway line, like I made you mad, too bad. I can't please everyone all the time. But I agree with Lynn in that I don't want to try and please everyone because that means I'm painting myself way too thin. I can't help anyone because I can't actually get, if, if I try to help you because and you want the room painted blue and I try to help you and you want the room painted red, what I'm going to end up with is a purple room that nobody's happy with. 
an interesting observation and I'm like I'm, I'm suddenly panicking that I might be a people pleaser and painting myself too thin and I think there's an element of truth in that but I don't think it's detrimentally affecting me so I, I'm okay mm. with that however it further reinforces. okay we might have differing views but it further reinforces the fact that the phrase you can't please everyone all the time is crass mm. it's meaningless whether you are it might be somebody who's trying to a little bit or whether you're somebody who says well why should I bother but so so I, what I'm interested in is, is when you say it, what are you actually meaning? Mm. What are you, are you avoiding something by saying it? Are you, are you just, yeah, I've set you a couple of times all the time. Everyone goes, oh, we know that phrase. Socially acceptable. I'll tick that box. We're all good with that. Is it is it putting in an army to gather around your viewpoint or or, or is it um, you can't please everyone all the time? Well, that's a crazy point. Why would you even bother? It's, so I'm I'm intrigued by the use of the phrase now rather than more to the point about what it might mean or, or, or its significance. Now it's interesting. For me, there's a chronological, I'm 64 now. But when I was younger, I probably worked harder to try to please people or get an outcome that everybody was more satisfied. But as I get older, I realize that that's really a fool's error. And you really have to be able to deliver a product that is going to be satisfying to the mass as much as possible. But at the end of the day, you have to live with your actions. And so you have to be able to have an element of your satisfaction in there as well. Because if you don't, then yeah, you may have pleased everybody. You might walk away feeling kind of empty. I, I think from, from a business standpoint, you, you, you pitch an idea you, to the team, you execute it. There are going to be people that walk away and they're not going to like it. But one of my lines always is, we're going to talk about it, but when we walk out of this room, we're all going to have the same message. And it's as simple as that. So I still contend you can't please everybody because there's always going to be that person in the corner that's going to have a dark cloud over their head. But you don't want to leave them, though, don't you? You don't want to leave them on their own. I mean, may maybe you do. I don't know. But you do. Don't you want to try and bring them? You're a team. Let's say you're all working. Oh, Roger in the corner. Well, we'll never please Roger. Let's not bother. I'm struggling with that. I don't disagree with you, but like one of my big things is cleanliness in an organization. And I can remember I was at a place one time and I really emphasized cleanliness because there was a, they just, just didn't seem to exist. So the message that got out is Stuart's really into cleanliness, but that means something else has to fall. Well, that wasn't the message at all. The message is, is that we have to be, we have to be able to do everything. So maybe I'm just a poor messenger, but I've never been able to please everybody all the time. Well, and I also think to answer Tim's point of, no, you don't leave steward alone in the corner you want to treat everyone with compassion dignity and respect that should be a baseline but it it's also the phrase is empowering because it does allow you to focus your attention on the things that matter to your business that matter to you personally that you can affect change on and um if you have steward in the corner who's uh, even when you try to draw them out, they're not actively participating. They're a negative Ned. Are they the right person to be on the bus? Are they the right person to be in your personal sphere? Um, sometimes there are those people that, that you have to gracefully help them move on and move away yourself. So I guess I see your point around the, the concept of the phrase, but I'm looking at the phrase as a different way that it allows us to stand in our own power and really in our business, make strategic business decisions and, and our personal life to make decisions that enable us to be really fully there 
and present for our family and friends. I love that you brought up personal power because I was just thinking, if I don't know who I am, I can give away micro changes of myself trying to please other people. When I was in my twenties, I used to joke, I could date anyone for about eight months because I would make micro changes to adjust myself to who they were and what they wanted. And eight months in those changes would be big enough that I would go, wait a minute, this isn't me. And they would be like, oh, but I love you. And I'm like, no, you love this person that these micro changes have created. So if, if you don't know who you are, you can't please yourself, which is an important person. Like that's an important person to make sure you take care of. And you get so busy pleasing everybody, making everybody else happy that you lose yourself in the process. So I wonder whether what something Lynn's just said really resonated with me, which is when I say that you can't please them, but you must try. What I mean is treat them with the dignity and treat them with the respect that they deserve. So when you say so for me, and this is really interesting, I've translated you can't please everyone all the time as being an individual stating screw them. <laughs> Whereas I'm saying, no, 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 you must engage them at a level of humanity and respect to, to treat them on a, on a level playing field. Because in my mind, and this is possibly a prejudice, but when you find yourself saying you can't please everyone all the time, it's an excuse to avoid giving that person the dignity and respect they deserve. And that's totally clarified what I was meaning. And what you've done, all three of you brilliantly, is widened the thing out for me and perhaps taking me out of my slightly prejudiced hole into a bigger picture of it. But I do think there's something in there about, um, yes, of course, we can't please everyone all the time, Stuart, you're right. But we must always be have dignity, treat them with respect. And, and as you say, give them the empowerment they need to exist. But we mustn't ever use that as an excuse to stop doing that. I'm glad I've got that out. That's in 10 minutes. That's great. <laughs> and that is 10 minutes. So that's no the perfect okay. conversation ender. Good job, Tim. I'm going to cut us off there. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. Lots of fun. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon.